Today we're discussing fintech, that fusion of finance and technology. Well, what form does it take and what are the investment opportunities and where is it, is it going? Well, for more, we are joined by Darren Nathan. He is Director of Research at Hybriden and author of The Evolution of Fintech. So Darren, I've, I've scanned this and it's worthy of a doctorate and I thank you for using layman's terms but it starts off with a caveat that Hybriden last wrote about fintech seven years ago. So what's taken you so long? Well, it may be that we're laymen as well, Sarah, and uh, uh, it takes a while to digest uh, and catch up with uh, events in this very fast moving market. But I think um, we're at a point now where um, you know, companies are coming out thick and fast. We're, we're very much in the kind of a startup era where a company can go from zero to hero in uh, just a few years. And I think it's, um, you know, I think technology has caught up with the desire um, to make finance um, easier and more accessible. So uh, not just technology, actually, but um, regulation as well. So you have a lot um, more APIs out there that enable different providers, different apps to be able to integrate with each other uh, a lot easier. So you don't need too much of your own um, legacy equipment and on-site uh, servers, etc. You can do all this in the cloud. And then in the meantime, in, in the UK at least, we've had... Um, PSD2, uh, the directive that has enabled open banking. And this um, has allowed, with consent, people to access data much quicker. So if you are using um, a fintech service uh, for getting a mortgage or for, um, you know, even opening a bank account or trading, you can be onboarded much quickly, much quicker, and people can make kind of assess your financial position a lot quicker, or, or it might not be a person, actually, it might be a bot uh, at the other uh, at the other end of that. But I think just everything is a little less clunkier than it was. Um, there's a lot more funding interest in it now. Um, and I think it's just a very exciting time for the industry. So you're saying that people can be onboarded much quicker, there's much more um, access to personal data, but is it safer? Does fintech make provisions for safety? Um, I, I think you've always got to make sure that, you know, I think regulators really need to be on top of this um, and, and, and you need um, the, the safety providers to actually have these fail safes in place. So I, I, I think, you know, we're going to see a lot more of uh, regulators um, clamping down um, uh, on providers of this and making sure that people have the uh, same protections as if, uh, you know, their, their money was in an uh, iron, iron safe. Understood. Well, let's go back to that zero to, to hero phrase. I'm wondering which companies are, are worthy of such a status and whether they... Yeah. And, and it's not always like that, it, you know, there, there are some hairs, but there are also uh, some, some tortoises uh, as well. Um, Lend Invest is one that um, I, I, I like the look of actually a fairly recent IPO. Uh, it's um, uh, revolutionised uh, 
property finance for um, many investors up to now. So that's you know, buy to let uh, investors. That's um, been the biggest growth uh, uh, product for them of late, although they started with bridging finance. And then they're actually going to start to move into um, specialist homeowner mortgages, which could be for, you know, self-employed people who sometimes struggle to get a mortgage. And and and, and they also do green mortgages for landlords who uh, get better rates if, for example, um, the properties meet certain uh, energy criteria so that that's interesting but then again you've got ones that have taken a bit of a you know longer time to get there bango which we featured in our initial report um it was one of the pioneers of uh, being able to pay via your mobile phone bill so you know you buy something you get some streaming services and that goes on to your phone bill at the end of the month well they're broad and announced that you know that they, they are big in this area and, and it means they you know we again we're coming back to data they have huge amounts of of how people buy things, what sorts of people buy, what sorts of content. Um, and yes, they've got to anonymize this, but they can, they're now actually um, sent, moving from fintech into ad tech and making sure that adverts are being targeted uh, to the most appropriate audiences. So that could be um, a, a big growth uh, area for Bango. Also, you've got to look at companies, uh, you know, sometimes there's more than one company doing the same thing um, and and one might be a pretender to the throne. You look at the likes of AlphaFX, I think that's been a real mover and shaker in the foreign exchange um, arena. But then you've got newer entrants such as Argentex, um, who are beefing up their technology offerings and moving beyond just, you know, phone-based relationships. Um, and, and the valuation um, disconnect between the two is, is really quite astonishing. You've got um, Alpha, which is, at the time of the report, was on a forward PE of 32 times and Argentex just under 11 times. So, you know, you, 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 unless our Gentex um, have got something horrible in the closet, you'd think there might be room for that uh, valuation gap to close. You talk about disconnect there. Here we are 20 years on from the internet bubble when there was that disconnect between company valuation and what the company actually produced, if anything at all. Are we in another bubble? Um, I think the bubble is popping, actually, to a certain extent. Um, you know, th th there are fintech indices around the world, and we've definitely seen the average multiples on, on them fall um, by about a third over um, recent months. Um, and, and, and I think, you know, we always think, you know, growth is great, but you've got to be valuation uh, sensitive as well um, and, and I think companies trying to IPO it now if, if they're greedy when they come to the market that may you know that that seems great to the founders and the existing shareholders uh, but it doesn't mean they can always get out of that valuation and it also means that you know if they want to consolidate or invest and come use the market you know on a regular basis which you should do as a listed company um, 
you know, if, 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 if you come on at too greedy a valuation and, and burn shareholders, they might not be your friends for the long term. Okay, so I'm just wondering what's happening next because it's seven years in the making, this research note, the evolution is evolving. So which developments are future-proofing fintech? Yeah, I, I think metaverse is um, a buzzword that, you know, I think everyone's got their own definition of it, but it may be that that is going to start um, imposing its making its mark on, on fintech uh, soon. And yeah, I, don't, I don't have any uh, real examples of this, but at some point I can imagine you can have, you know, avatars speaking to each other, giving each other mortgage advice, or, you know, I'm, you, you might be thinking, well, how do I buy some real estate in the metaverse, whatever that may, may mean. And, and, and there may be products that come out of that. And then, of course, you know, will you be, be borrowing in uh, cash or currency or will you be borrowing in cryptocurrency? So there's a lot of, um, you know, quite abstract concepts out there at the moment that may start to solidify uh, and turn into products. Also, I think actually what one of fintech's greatest uh, promises is to um, modernize uh, the financial services in emerging markets. So, you know, hopefully you, you can see, um, you know, people who haven't had the good fortune to have access to savings, uh, to credit, to health insurance and that sort of thing start to, you know, because people do, mobile penetration in the emerging markets has always been well ahead of the West anyway. And, and it, that would seem um, quite a good way to go. And there are countries like Tintra uh, doing that. Um, one of our clients, TMT Investments, um, ha has a investment in um, an African-focused um, fintech called Verto Finance. Um, and, and, and I think, you know, hopefully it can start to bring a bit of equality uh, to the table. I'm worried now. I'm thinking, <laughs> will, will the future be an avatar of me interviewing an avatar of you? Now we're laughing, but how likely is that? And should I be expecting my P45? Well, who knows, but maybe we can live forever in the metaverse. Oh dear, I'm not sure I like that either. But thank you very much indeed, Darren Nathan, Director of Research at Hybriden and author of The Evolution of Fintech. Thank you very much indeed. You're very welcome as, as ever, Sarah.